Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Use Guys in That Podcast, brought to you by Agoras Nexus and, of course, Vandalay Industries. Please don't forget to check out the bit shoot if you haven't done so and subscribe there. Appreciate everybody that has. So, I keep getting the Separatist series pushed back. I know I said I might do something over the weekend. That, of course, didn't happen, obviously. Um, thinking about what to cover and how to cover it with regards to the 7,000-pound gorilla in the room or humpback whale, whatever the hell you want to call it, mm -hmm. we have a serious problem. For those of you that haven't been living under a rock of some sort, a lot of our audience comes from Ohio, where we're from, naturally. We also have a sizable audience in Pennsylvania, yes. our sister state to the east. And, of course, Michigan to the north. We have listeners in Hoosier State mm -hmm. and Illinois all across the entire Middle West, yeah. including West Virginia. This should be a concern for not only us here in the Buckeye State, but the Keystone State, our, our brothers and sisters down in West Virginia, Kentucky. This is a serious problem. What we're talking about, again, is the train derailment of the... Norfolk Southern train that derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. We're from where we where we're located right now. The studio also known as the closet, according to my bit shoot anti-Semite hater. Uh, sixty-three okay. miles, sixty-three miles from Ground Zero, where this where this all went down. Okay. Okay. Fortunately or unfortunately. We are west of this calamity. However, that wind carries across to one of the great cities of the United States of America, and that's the steel city of Pittsburgh. And I believe their metropolitan population is around 2 million people. Okay? What happened has taken time to gain steam. By this time, even Joe Rogan is talking about it, People have been talking about the complete lack of response. Mm -hmm. Pete Booty Judge, I know it's Booty Judge. Fuck him and his and his husband. I don't care. He's the transportation secretary. Okay. He fucked all this shit up, then, yo. He failed to respond at all. He was mum. Yeah, because he doesn't know what to say. He was absolutely mum. <laughs> said nothing. Okay. Finally said the other like what was it 20, 24 hours ago? He said. Oh, you know, because of the recent derailment in, in eastern Ohio, people are starting to take an interest in the infrastructure when it comes to uh, uh, train safety. And it's like... <laughs> They're just now starting. It's never been a thing before today. It is mm -hmm. incomprehensible why there haven't been any... Like, you want to talk about a cause celebre. You want to show that you care about the working class. You want to show that you're an environmentalist. You care about people. Yeah. Where Where's Greta? Greta Thunberg. Uh, you know. Yeah. That, where is she at? She wrote a book. Chopped down a lot of trees to make the book. I mean, it's you know counterintuitive. Whatever. We're not going to judge. Everybody's got a grift, I guess, except for us. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we do have one whatever. that we don't know. I don't know if I have a grift. If I do, so if I do, and you recognize it, let me know. I don't because I don't know what it is. I cannot explain <laughs> to folks how pissed off 
not only myself, but so many other people. It's not cool. The images, people are using the word Chernobyl and, and, and phrase Chernobyl event for what transpired in East Palestine. Mm-hmm. That's never a good thing when that term comes up. Now, hang on. Okay. For those of you who are old enough to remember, or perhaps have read a history book, might have some of this information in there, maybe not. There was something called uh, Three Mile Island, okay? Mm-hmm. Southeast, uh, close to the eastern Pennsylvania, close to Harrisburg. Uh, they, a potential meltdown was avoided, Chernobyl style, okay? That didn't happen. But even that there was an emergency, and there was a legitimate emergency that something could have transpired. Even Jimmy Carter came out to say, hey, we're taking a look. Everything's going to be all right. We're going to figure out what the problem is. We're going to fix it. The President of the United States came out. Yes. Nobody has come out to Ohio. Nobody has come out to East Palestine. No for, no, Norfolk Southern is cutting crappy little checks to people who potentially are going to have cancer as a result of this in the future. Yeah. Um, I want to start with clouds. Now, mind you, there are images on the internet if you choose to search for them. We posted them. Uh, that pe- plenty of people have. Just hashtag East Palestine. Somebody was, was flying over the area, and it's complete white cloud cover. Okay? Except for this black dot. That's just in the middle of the sky, uh, or looking down, of course, at the cloud deck, which is the smoke that came from this controlled burn. Now, before I have any of my detractors and contrarians and expert chemists, which I'm sure there's at least one of you. Oh, there's a myriad of them. You you know, all I, these motherfuckers are experts, doctors, and everything else. So right. tell them, Jay. You're going to come out. So I took AP chemistry in high school in 1997. I don't want, I don't want to hear it. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's people smarter than all of you, including us combined, who are saying this is a serious problem. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to hear, well, you know, the dilution and the disproportionate parts per million. Shut the fuck up, man. People's animals are dying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dying. It's only a matter of time. And the thing is, it's been quiet since it happened. Well, that's, you know, can can I just say something about people in Ohio? Now, this is my opinion. It doesn't mean that, you know, that it, it fits true for everybody. But, like, I don't know. I just get work done. I just do shit. And I don't fucking spout out like at the mouth like blah 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 when something bad happens and i feel like that the majority of people do that here like we don't sound the alarm bell loud like we just try to fix whatever's fucking happening we're not like you know some of these other cities that get more attention on the news like people refer to ohio as flyover country um but we get shit done you know what I mean? Like, people in Ohio, we're hard workers. You know, I'm not saying in other states people don't work hard. But, you know, we're we're a tough group of people. So we try to, like, you know, band together and fucking fix shit and figure out what the problem is. And, you know, we don't make a lot of noise when things happen here, in my opinion. I think maybe that might be part of it. Could also be a cover-up as well. It could be a combination, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, I think that, you know, 
Middle Western people, Rust Belt people are real salt of the earth, and they, they just get the work, and they try to get on with it, okay? Uh, first thing we want to check out, there's a video that was on Reddit that uh, I found of an individual who was on the ground in East Palestine covering what the sky looked like as this controlled burn of vinyl chloride was taking place. And I would like to, uh, to check that out. Do you have that, Angel? By I do. Chance? I have it pulled up. Is this the one that you're referring to? Yes, please. Let's go ahead and roll that footage. You'll be able to hear it, too. Okay. For those of you that aren't uh, watching this on the bit shoot. Give me one second here. Sure. These aren't... These aren't... These aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit! That they burn off the fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine. This is not fucking storm clouds. Look at it. This is over Darlington. And this dude's fucking standing outside screaming, breathing all this shit in. Like, I mean, look at that. This wasn't. This is their fucking success. This wasn't nighttime. I understand it's daytime. That ain't no fucking storm cloud. That's the fucking shit from East Palestine. They're fucking controlled burn. Yeah. Man is pissed. Now, where is East Palestine in um, relation to where this man just said that they were at? Didn't he say he was in Darlington? Yes. I'll give you an accurate location. I mean, that is... I mean, it literally looks. I'm ready. Let's get out of here. Looks like it's. Uh, I wish we could get the fuck out of here. Storm. Motherfuckers. Dark, dark storm clouds, and it you looks fucking like fucking greedy motherfuckers. Dust. Impatient bitches. You could have fucking waited. You could have fucking called the tanks. Mm. You could have transferred the contents. You didn't have to do this. You did it because of time and money. Mm-hmm. It's That's north. exactly why you did it. It's north of the town. How, how, how far I north? I see how far north it is. But all that stuff that you're seeing, by the way, for our listeners in Pennsylvania, specifically western Pennsylvania and the mighty steel city of Pittsburgh, Allegheny County, uh, where I spend a lot of time, look out. Look out, Okay. That those dark clouds that you're seeing, or those of you that were able to watch, this is not nighttime. No, this... it, it looks like it's about dusk and st- a storm has rolled in. You know how, like, in the summertime where it's just starting to get dark outside, but, like, there's still enough light to kind of see, like, the houses and stuff. And then, you know, just imagine that, but then, like, dark, dark storm clouds are coming and so it's just like a shade darker than that. Um, you know, but it's not. It's like the middle of the day. It's just the dark clouds have blocked out the fucking sun. Right. And it's awful. It's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. And the man is pissed and he has every right to be upset. Now, I'm, again, there's going to be apologists and detractors going to be like, well, he's not a chemist either, Jay. And, you know, it's cooling the tanks. It's like, I, I don't think burning that much uh that much weight in vinyl 
chloride is, is a good idea. Let's, let's start with, there's a couple of folks. Uh, one of them is an engineer that's on TikTok that uh, kind of gives a good description of what's going on. And Angel, that one, I believe, is Nick Drom. Nick Drom. Okay. The first one in the attachment, if you wouldn't mind rolling that footage. And this, again, is for folks who... Perhaps, you you know, our international audience perhaps has not heard of this. I know that a lot of the domestic audience hasn't heard a lot about this because the the corporate press has decided to remain relatively has been getting hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine is about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town. And this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contained vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. Some of the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now, the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. Polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at eight degrees Fahrenheit, so it's shipped in its liquid form. Meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight-hour shift as a one ppm part per million average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars, there's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical Jesus. spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Oh, Jesus. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere. And that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating. And organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes. When looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this case, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Of course. Politicians also just repeat the same lines, <laughs> and then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we're hearing is the responsible party's word. This hasn't been getting a lot of coverage. And so the there's that. that. And if you have the second good. one, so let's talk about the trail quick. derailment. I we'll go Empire. with that one. And then we'll get into the real meat and potatoes here. And for those of you that aren't watching, it looks like a nuclear detonation. It looks... Even though the media is refusing to cover it, 
there's a massive environmental disaster currently unfolding in Ohio. Mm -hmm. A train that was carrying extremely toxic chemicals derailed over in the city of East Palestine. And in order to avoid an uncontrolled explosion, the Ohio government decided to set these toxic chemicals on fire preemptively. But while this might have averted a massive explosion with shrapnel flying everywhere, it did not avoid the release of toxic gases into the air for several days on end. Gases which included vinyl chloride, hydrogen chloride, as well as phosgene, phosgene, which is so toxic it was used as a chemical weapon in World War One. And despite the fact that the local officials are saying that everything is now fine and telling people to come <laughs> back home, the footage from the ground shows a much different picture. You have dead fish in the water, dead chickens in the coos, you have dead dogs on front lawns, oh, people God. getting nauseous and sick, and the entire city smells like chlorine. But despite all this, the media is refusing cool. to cover it. What do you think is leading to this media blackout? Leave your thoughts in the comments. There we and subscribe go. So, for more. and that's the even though the media is refused. What uh, you know, I think that all of you need to hear this too. Concerns raised about food supply after livestock died near chemical leak in Ohio, home to seventy-five thousand farms. Mm -hmm. Just want to give you an overview of what the Buckeye State produces as far in terms of the Republic, all of the fruited plain. In the following categories, this is where Ohio ranks in production. Cottage cheese, fifth. Milk sherbet, fifth. Grapes, seventh. Ice cream, eighth. Tobacco, eighth. All cheeses, ninth. Apples, ninth. Hog and pig production, ninth. So Oats, we're up there. Ninth. Cabbage, tenth. Strawberries, fuck you, California, tenth. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need you. California. Ohio's National Ranking Agriculture Facilities. Operations with hogs, third. Operation with sheep, fourth. Livestock slaughter plants, fourth. Operation with milk cattle, fifth. Dairy plants, sixth. Number of farms, ninth. Out of 50. I also want you to remember that Ohio is the seventh most populous state in this ridiculous union. Okay. So there's, what, about 12 million and some people here, okay? Not to mention that entire area that we're talking about. Again, yes, East Palestine is a small area, okay? But Wheeling is down the road, West Virginia, down the river, as it were, okay? And then to the east, southeast, once again, the uh, wonderful steel city of Pittsburgh, one of the greatest cities in the country. This is a serious problem, but when we're talking about the impact on food production, this you ought to be concerned. And those of you that may not live in the Buckeye State, just remember, if you live in Kentuckistan or anywhere that river goes, some of this shit's going to be coming your way. Now, again, I'm, I understand there's going to be a dilution process where a lot of this is going to get diluted, but this shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be in the river. This, this shouldn't be affecting the water supply, the food, people's pets, okay? Chickens, people, like, and, and talk about the carcinogens that were, I mean, 20 years from now, it's kind of like the same crap that happened in Belarus and Ukraine. I, got, I know I'm not supposed to say that, that, that word, but, you know, because of Chernobyl. I mean, you had, you had cancer all over the place with children, with kids. You know, some of the people who had babies who were pregnant or fetus, right, depending on, you know, your perspective, whatever. Uh, so there's a human being inside the woman's belly. A lot of these women that lost their pregnancies because the child, uh, the unborn child absorbed yeah. the radi radiation. In this case, is it going to be the same? Or are they going to be born deformed? These are serious concerns. And, like, I, I, I've, I told the group, 
I haven't been able to stop thinking about this since I heard about it. Um, it's very troubling. So I'm going to go through this. Reports indicate that animals are becoming ill and dying in the vicinity of an Ohio train derailment that occurred last Friday, which released toxic chemicals in the air. This has raised concerns about the potential health effects on humans. The residents of the impacted area are expressing concerns about the incident's potential effects on their beloved pets and livelihood. The locals have found it difficult to part with their livestock. Ohio has approximately 75,000 farms, with nearly 90% being operated by families or individuals. As a result, livelihoods of many Ohioans are inextricably tied to the success of their agricultural enterprises. Ohio is a key player in the country's agricultural sector, as I just told you. Agriculture is a leading industry in Ohio. Nearly one in seven jobs in the state related to food production farming. Um, because, of you know, we have great farmland, you know, corn, soybeans, wheat, cattle, pigs, chickens. We got it all. So we went through all of the stuff that we make here. Mm -hmm. um, some experts claim the toxic gases released during the train derailment could possibly spread to the air and to affect a large swath of wildlife. According to a certified fox keeper who resides just outside the evacuation zone, one of his foxes died after the burn. Taylor Holzer stated that the fox began to cough, intensely became motionless, had liquid diarrhea, and passed away quickly. Holzer explained that all of his foxes have been or excuse me, experiencing signs of sickness and fatigue since a train derailment occurred February 3rd. He went on to say that some of his foxes were behaving oddly and appeared very weak. Several cats and birds belonging to the residents were also showing signs of illness and passing away. People's cats are getting sick and dying, and other people's birds that they have in their house weren't able to evacuate either. It's just not safe for them. A resident claimed to have discovered hundreds of dead fish in a nearby stream. It's not a claim. We saw it. She filmed it. Okay? So you could get Mike DeWine... And that douchebag Democrat from Pennsylvania to come. I want them to take a glass this big and, and start drinking out of the... If you feel so goddamn safe. And by the way, Mike DeWine literally said, for those of you who don't know, we haven't been with us the whole time, we call him DeSwine. He's the governor. He's a little guy. Midget. He's a small person. Yeah. Okay? And he's got... Uh, yeah, he's been, All he's done is worked in government his entire life. When they booted him out, Sherrod Brown defeated him in 2006 for his Senate seat. Mike still found a way to work for the state government. He worked uh, as attorney general. He's a mm -hmm. lawyer by trade. Yeah. And now he won re-election because, you know, the, the Democrats, who are the fucking geniuses, this galaxy brain, ran this stupid communist bitch, Nan Whaley, from, from the mayor of Dayton. Like, why would you want anybody from Dayton running the fucking show is beyond me. Have you been to Dayton? Okay. Next. So this guy is in charge. Mm -hmm. He told people, quote, if I lived there, I would drink bottled water. If he's willing to say that, we have a serious problem. Absolutely. Okay? I I'm pissed. Um, the people, I, I would be running the water to, like, flush everything out as best I could in my house. Like, I don't even know, dude. Like, I don't even know how you would handle that at this point. I mean, you wouldn't be like showering, you know, that's going to get into your skin too. So you're either going to have to like go someplace like east of where you are and, and get, stay in a hotel and hang out there. But even so, like, where are you getting your water from? Are you getting it from the river? Like, how are you? 
you know, I mean, there's probably potentially 5 million people who are affected, you know, with their drinking water. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to shower with that shit either because you're going to have skin problems. So at that point, it's like you may as well not even shower. Just run your fucking run the water as much as possible to flush everything out and hopefully hope for the best at that point. Like, I don't really know how you even I don't even know how you get past it. Like. You're not going to be able to shower. You're not going to be able to cook any food. Like, you're going to have to, like, uh, smell and, you know, drink bottled water. Yeah. I, listen, this, I mean... <laughs> it gets even better. It gets even better. So here we go with the progression. So this, uh, I, 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 yeah, somebody, you know, caught this individual saying this. So we'll get to it. Okay. A hazardous materials expert has criticized the handling of toxic chemical spill on the border of Ohio and Pennsylvania, claiming in excoriating remarks the town of East Palestine had been, quote, nuked with chemicals so we could get a railroad open, end quote. There's the bottom line. Norfolk Southern wanted that rail line open because I'm sure it's an important one where a lot of commerce goes through there. So instead of you know, perhaps taking their time with this and trying to figure out a solution that didn't involve, you know, getting people cancer. Mm -hmm. They're like, fuck it. We got to get rid of this. We got to roll. There's cleanup crews there right now. Yeah. And you see them with the big Komatsu um, uh, earth movers and backhoes and stuff like that. I would like to go there. I mean, I'm not going to, but I wish I could. And see how they're dressed inside the cabs of these do you, vehicles. Do you mind if I do a share screen and kind of just show some of these articles that you have uh, presented, um, you know, to yeah, us? Yeah, please. And just show some of these pictures because it's just really kind of frightening. Like, please, do. I, if I lived there, I wouldn't know what to do. I would be terrified. No, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, um, you can go ahead and continue talking. I just I didn't want to interrupt you and what you were yeah, doing sure no if you want to go ahead and share some of this stuff please do so that you know those of you that are watching this on the bit shoot if you haven't had a chance to sign up yet i suggest you do because that way you can see what we're talking about these links will be in the show notes like i said i've gotten back into the habit of including them i'm not sure how many of you actually check them or follow up with them if you if you do let me know um if you want more source material i can also provide that for you but um, this individual said about 8.55 p.m. Friday, February 3rd, Norfolk Southern train, uh, cargo train, 150 cars derailed, 20 of which were carrying hazardous materials, fearing a massive explosion that would send the noxious gases and shrapnel into the surrounding area. Emergency responders uh, breached five cars to let out the vinyl chloride, a toxic chemical, which we've talked about. Chemicals were diverted into a trench and burnt off. Officials warned that the controlled burn would send toxic gas, phosgene, and hydrogen chloride into the atmosphere. Local residents were evacuated, but were allowed to return home on Friday, February, or excuse me, February 8th, after the fire had been extinguished. Environmental regulators have been monitoring the air and drinking water, sure they have, around the site of the derailment, have so far said both remain unaffected by the spill. In a statement yesterday, Deborah Shore, Environmental Protection Agency Regional Administrator, noted the federal agency had assisted with the screening of 396 homes as of Valentine's Day, which is yesterday, in addition to 65 to be tested that day. Residents have complained about of symptoms associated with exposure to toxic chemicals. Experts have warned that the chemicals that have been found to have leaked 
leached into the environment may have ecological consequences depending on the effectiveness of the cleanup operation. Speaking to local news channel WKBN, Sil Caggiano, I'm sure that Sil is from Youngstown, a former fire department battalion chief. Yeah, Youngstown, Ohio, <laughs> and hazmat technician. With a name like that, they don't have Caggianos down in East Palestine, okay? There's Smith, Jones, Johnsons, and stuff like that. But, I mean, Caggiano, that's, that, that, these Italians are from, from Youngstown. Yeah. Hazmat technician for 21 years said, we basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. He added, I was surprised when they quickly told the people they could go back home, but then said if they feel like they want their homes tested, they could have them tested. I would have rather they did all the testing. Newsweek has contacted the EPA and No Fork Southern for comment. The EPA has maintained that reading of toxic chemicals have continued to remain at levels considered safe. Did you read that part? I'm sorry, not to interrupt you, but it says this uh, Buddha, Buddha gang, Buddha J, however get to you that. say his name. Okay. We're going to get to Cause that. Because that motherfucker, that, that shit ain't right, yo. We're going to get to that. And if I don't get to that, bring it up. Okay. Since the fire went out on February 8th, EPA monitoring has not detected any levels of health concern in the community that are attributed to the train derailment shore said air monitoring data was provided to state health agencies on February 8th for review prior to the state's decision to lift the evacuation of residents have questioned the safety of returning so soon after the fire was put out. In a press conference about the spill, Governor Mike DeSwine defended the decision saying he would back he would be back in his home if he were an East Palestine resident but you're not Mike so you can safely say that uh i just really wish that these people would stop talking shit all their fucking lives i can tell you right now i would not be back in my home if i fucking lived there as soon as that shit happened i'd have been like we're getting the fuck out of dodge dude we're getting the fuck out of here like, when they say shelter in place, don't do that. Go directly, like, opposite direction where the wind's going to be blowing and carrying the chemical. You go, like, in this case, you you got to go west. You got to go west and get the fuck away from it. Like, be away from the, the downwind whatever. And, like, if you have to go north, go, <laughs> go northwest. Whatever. Just get the fuck away from it. Yeah. There, there's a little bit more. So our Italian friend Cagliano from Youngstown said, uh, I think that if Youngstown had a Russian name, it'd be like Youngstown Grad. Like you couldn't, you can't name it a stand because, you know, I mean, Columbus Grad, Youngstown Grad, or maybe Akronistov, something like that. I don't know. I'm trying to think of Russian equivalents that we would use here. Uh, but anyway, so this Italian who's, you know, pretty well versed in this stuff, Said that the uh, the ethyl hexyl acrylate, great, whatever that is, it's, pro- <laughs> it's probably in your breakfast cereal, uh, <laughs> was what he was. The, and of course, somebody's been like, Jay, I actually know what that is. Good for you. Yeah, I'm well, glad I'm you so... do. You want a fucking cookie? Because nobody does. Why don't you write us a letter? Yeah, go... write Mail us, it. Please, with a stamp. Yes. <laughs> Self-addressed stamped envelope for the return. Please. Um, so some of you are laughing and the rest of you need an explanation. <laughs> What was most worried about, as he claimed, it is a carcinogen. Yes. The Library of Public Medicine Records says that there is inadequate evidence for this, but notes that vinyl chloride is 
carcinogenic. It is. Of course it is. You know that mm. fucking Prop 65 for California, it has to do with carcinogens and cancer. Okay? Like, that's just a very uh, low-level explanation. I'm not a expert, okay? But at the very base level, that's what that shit means, mm-hmm. okay? And if you fry a, a corn or flour tortilla, it's considered a carcinogen at that point. Really? Yes. Why? And you cuz you breathe in the flour um or the, you know, corn flour of the tortilla as you're like cooking it, it releases the wa- you know the water vapor that they just talked about. Yes. Like everything releases some sort of it has what what that you would kind of call an off-gassing, okay? Mm-hmm. And so then at that point, you're inhaling it and it's considered a carcinogen and you could possibly get cancer like Taco Bell's um, flour tortillas, like if you're going to get a quesadilla or whatever, they they put Prop 65 on there because in California, when you're ingesting it or cooking it or whatever, you can get the cancer from the flour tortilla. Just just telling you. If California does that shit and they're trying to tell you vinyl chloride is fine and we're talking about a flour tortilla versus vinyl chloride and prop 65 what the fuck is actually really going on in the goddamn universe i agree with that there's a lot of what ifs and we're going to be looking at this thing 5 10 15 20 years down the line and wondering gee cancer clusters right huh how about that cancer clusters could <laughs> no pop shit. up you know well water could go bad Contam- uh, contaminants were found nearby waterway of sulfur run and experts fear that chemicals could make their way into the groundwater. They'll absolutely make their way there. They're in the regular fucking water where the fish yes. are dying. It's happening, dude. DeWine, as I just mentioned not too long ago, admitted that he would not be drinking the water if he was in the area. Quote, I think that I would be drinking the bottled water, he said. And I would be continuing to find out what the tests were showing as far as the air. End quote. Ladies and gentlemen... These are the people that you've... Well, I voted for somebody... Great. It's the, Believe me, if Nan Whaley was in charge, the same goddamn bullshit would be taking Absolutely. place. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter who the fuck you vote for. They're all incompetent. Agreed. They don't know what they're doing. Nobody... Every single day of your goddamn life, you get up, you know what you're doing for the most part, but you really don't know what you're doing. You're just fucking hanging out and just doing whatever until the day fucking ends. That's what these motherfuckers are doing. They're doing the exact same shit. They don't know any more than you do. They pretend like they do, but they don't fucking know. I agree with that. Now, the Transportation Secretary, Pete Booty Judge, Buttigieg, Buttigieg. Buttigieg, whatever, however you say his stupid fucking name. Piece of shit. Yeah, asshole okay. of the week. <laughs> Dumb donkey. Yes. Dopey sod. (laughs) Yes. This is going to be good. You're going to like this. This is from the Washington Free Beacon. Okay. You're going to like this one, right? All right. Do I have that one pulled up? Uh, You should. It was in the notes. In one of his first public appearances since the massive train derailment released poisonous chemicals into eastern Ohio, Secretary of Transportation Pete Booty Judge avoided discussing the disaster... Instead, criticizing construction workers for being too white. You heard that right. Quote, We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got where you got a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees the project come to them, 
but everyone in the hard hats on that project doing the job, good paying jobs, don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood, end quote, Booty Judge said Monday at the National Association of, Co- of Counties Conference. Gee, you wonder why that is. Uh, let me tell you, because the union, do you know, have, has anybody ever had to, um, experience a, a building project where you have to deal with union fucking workers and person, you're not a part of the union? Well, the only person we know that works in construction for union is, um, uh, is Elliot. Well, Elliot can let us know because I'll tell you what, like, if you're not a part of the union, they are assholes to you. A hundred percent are fucking assholes to you. And then they ask you for all this shit and they treat you like shit. Like, you know, I have a coworker who, you know, does some stuff on the side and he was telling me, you know, these union jobs, the people there, the people in charge when you're not a part of the union are straight up fucking assholes. Interesting. And they make you do jump through all these fucking hoops and everything else. And nobody wants to be dealing with that shit. So the only people that do deal with it are the people that fucking show up that you see. You know? And they're probably a part of the union. I have experienced a couple of things working with the union, in the union, and on the outside of the union. And uh, back in the day, this is in 2001, when some of you people were just, you know, learning how to walk and say your first words. I worked uh, on a dock, imagine that, uh, for a welding supply company uh, on East South Street in Akron, Ohio. And uh, the company, I wasn't allowed to join the union because the union was... was uh, Closed? No. The <laughs> union wasn't closed. The position was not unionized. Oh, Okay. But the drivers of the trucks for the welding cylinders, so like acetylene and argon and oxygen, you know, for like cutting torches or, you know, all these different gases that you would use uh, for both welding and for cutting, I would unload the trucks and I would roll the cylinders through their appropriate storage areas. I could roll two of them at a time on their side. It was a delicate art. I kind of smashed my foot a couple of times when I dropped the cylinder, Uh, but you learn how to do it anyway. So one day... We got a cylinder delivery in, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to get the forklift, and I'm going to start unloading. Yeah. So, two guys sitting in the truck, I thought they were like, you know, just waiting for me to do my job. And I, I roll up, and I start to, to, to pull the forks up, getting ready to unload. And um, he he jumps out of his car, he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. He goes, hold on a second. And I'm like, what, what's the problem? He's like, uh, can I see your card? And I was thinking, I'm 21, by the way, and this is my first experience working uh, on on the outside of the union. Yeah. And uh, I was like reaching in my wallet and I was thinking, this is my card, for my forklift, certified forklift operator card. Big joke, but yeah. I, I still have one. And uh, I was getting it out and I was like, I was like, yeah, I have my forklift license. Right. He goes, no, 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 no. We need to see your card, your union card. And I'm like, I, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not in the union. I don't have the union card. And he goes, well, you're not allowed to touch this fucking truck. We will unload it when we're ready. You can leave the forklift parked over there. We will unload the cylinders. Now, in the past, the guy would get out and pull the cylinders off his truck and put them on the dock. And that's when I would start rolling them to their appropriate location. That's how I would do it. 
in this case, I was like, I had some downtime. I was like, let me go ahead and get ahead of this because, you know, you got people showing up and, and having orders and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had downtime. Time to go, right? Yeah, I want to get some work done to make my life easier yeah, let's, later on. Yeah, let's roll, right. Yeah, I got you. This dude got here at like, I don't know, quarter till two. Mm-hmm. We closed shop at five. He began unloading at four. Ooh, he sat you there. Motherfucker. There was a McDonald's across the street that was robbed all the time. It doesn't exist anymore. It's right next to a Greyhound station on East South Street. Yeah. There's a BP that's still there. <laughs> Wolf Ledges is right down yeah. the road. And uh, they walked across the street to McDonald's, ordered up, got a couple of bags of food, got back in the cab, sat, smoked, hung out, and I am just seething. With an indescribable rage at these two people who are essentially holding me up from doing my job. That was on the outside. So, yes, I do have experience dealing with union workers when you're on the outside. So, I totally understand. Now, let's continue on with Mr. Booty Judge. That piece of shit, yeah. The National Transportation Secretary made no mention of the February 3rd derailment of a Norfolk Southern train in Mm -mm. East Palestine, Ohio. Of course, authorities release toxic chemicals such as phosgene, vinyl chloride, to avoid an explosion to get the tracks operable. There's the key. We want that freight moving. Mm-hmm. Booty Judge has been mum on the incident. The Transportation Secretary's Twitter and press releases have admitted any mention of the crash, even as reports have emerged animals and fish are dying. As we've talked about, possible effects of the human population are not yet known and the environmental protection agency says anyone experiencing symptoms should see a doctor thank you for the great advice mm-hmm. pennsylvania governor josh dickhead shapiro whose state whose state borders the affected town said it was safe to return home as air and water tests appeared acceptable mm-hmm. and of course our italian friend says uh Cagliano says he was surprised how quickly authorities told people they could return home you know there's a lot of what ifs and uh so there's that so, just so you know, it's never going to... While this is happening to the good people of Eastern Ohio and Western Pennsylvania... Yeah. We're worried about racism in construction. Yeah. That's what's important to these people. I mean, you know, you you got to know your talking points. Yeah, you sure do. So, here we go. Maybe you're racist against the black cloud from the released toxic chemical that was slowly burned off is that where we're is that where we're going now i guess that's where we're going right now (laughs) i guess i don't know i get tired of like hearing that because i don't the only time i ever think of racism is when they bring it up does Uh, that make sense to you anybody i worked on a job with first of all i don't work in construction Okay, no. there's one person I know who works exclusively in construction, and that's Elliot. Okay, so Elliot would be the one to tell us what it's like, and he works in uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, and so he would be able to tell us. But on any job that I've been on, even in the union for the Communication Workers of America local, let me tell you something right now, local 4302. There was a blend of people from Absolutely. all shades, and we were all on the same fucking team. Yeah. And, and you know something, I enjoyed that. I miss that camaraderie. And I also miss trying to go on strike all the time because who wants to work? I mean, um, I'll be like, I don't know if it's because we're in like a northern state or like what the deal is. But I've always been around other races of or, you know, other groups of people, whatever the 
correct term is nowadays so that I don't sound like a racist, other people that don't look like me. Right, Okay. Sure. And I've always been around them and I've worked with them and, you know, I've collaborated on projects with them like on a daily basis. Um, you know, I work with people who are not English first speakers mm-hmm. um, and I do the best that I can to, you know, speak slowly sure. and make sure they understand. And, you know, I help them all day long. So I don't really know what the problem is all the time, except for these people make it a problem all the time. They're constantly bringing it up. Yeah, and it's Pete Booty Judge because, that, again, that's what's important, not um, the flora and fauna of eastern Ohio, the lives affected. It's, hey, we got a problem with uh, Nazis in the construction business mm-hmm. is essentially what he's going to say. Right, and I mean... Whatever. <laughs> I, you know, Mayor Honestly, Pete... like, I don't really think that's the case because I can tell you right now, like, I have evidence to the contrary. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I do. That's for sure. Uh, and I can guarantee you that our friend in the Pacific Northwest that works in construction. Absolutely. Uh, he's not one of the bad guys at all. No. So Pete can go fuck himself. Yes. Uh, the degenerate disgrace of a man that he is. And I think that he should go take a big drink of water out of one of those local creeks uh, that he yeah. says is safe. While the fish are floating. I'm so scared. I hope I hope that it goes away quickly. I know it's not going to, but, like, it's really scary. Like, it's terrifying. It's, you know, I, it just breaks my heart, you know, when and Lexi sent me some stuff, too, to people's hens. This I, lady's hens, you know, and she's like, they're, they're, they're part of my family. And you might laugh at that, and that's fine if you don't get it. But I'll tell you what, um, she, ain't paying, she ain't paying the price for eggs that you are. It's sad. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, you know, they're your friends, they're your pets. They are. They, it doesn't they, matter. I mean, you develop relationships with these animals and, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a fucking dog or a cat or a chicken or a hen or a rooster. Or a fox. Or a fox or a cow or... Whatever. You know, I mean, cows also, people care about cows. People care about sheep. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they love these animals. You know, they're not just like cattle that get slaughtered not all of the that that's not where the meat comes from and you know i know a lot of people do know that but like farmers they love their their dairy cows not just because they produce milk for them and they're able to earn money because of it it's because they have a love for the animals and yeah i do know that there's factory farms and everything else and i'm not talking about those fucking places i'm talking about the nice places where nice people exist and they do nice things because they do exist and not everything is shitty when it comes to agricultural and you know farming and things like that when you're talking about the factory farms and like you know the shit that you know people have talked about and raised concerns of in the past like PETA and things like that I'm not talking about places like that I'm talking about regular Mm -hmm. places with regular people regular folks regular farmers who maybe have like you know maybe they have a dozen cows maybe they have a couple of dozen cows Mm -hmm. and they're all they're milking them they take care of their animals they love them they're they're saddened when something happens to them yeah they truly are and I agree with you and you know, on a personal level, I just miss driving through this thing because, uh, like I said, I, I have to travel to Western Pennsylvania for work, um, you know, once a week. And this uh, this this took place uh, a little bit after I had passed through the area. So, you know, fortunate for me, but not fortunate for those people. And again, you know, when we're looking at, uh, you know, 
<laughs> the chemicals present. I mean, again, butyl acrylat, uh, ethyl hexyl acrylat, uh, eth ethylene, glycol, monobutyl ether, isobutylene, uh, combustible liquids, and benzene residue. I don't know how you can possibly tell me to be relaxed if I live there and I, I mean, I read that shit and you know, like I said, hydrogen chloride and phosgene are two things that most people, like I said, the World War One comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Have you seen what happened to people who got attacked with this stuff? I mean, we could find the footage, but I mean, you can find it, it yourself. It's, it's no good. I'm really pissed off, gang. I'm really really pissed off and it's and if it's true that you know and that they did this and it's clearly evident that they did this so they could open the rail line to yeah. keep business moving i think that the people who made that decision should be tried and then put against the wall well the thing that period. like i mean do they they probably do think we're all fucking retarded and stupid and whatever word you want to use mm -hmm. like I mean, they probably think we're all just dumb and don't understand what things mean. When they sit there and tell you and they publish a news story how having farms and cows because of the methane gas released from their asses, i.e. farting, mm -hmm. is a fucking problem. And then they go and they burn this shit and they tell you it's fucking okay. Mm -hmm. Like, who the fuck are they talking to around here? A bunch of fucking morons? Is that who they think we are? Sometimes I... Re I mean, I think it's quite obvious that they, that they do. And again, I, uh, I, I, I'm I, at a loss when it comes to this situation. I just... Uh, you know, sudden death of livestock. You know, farmers reporting on it. Like, it, it, this is a problem. And we're... Like, the Chernobyl... Why people use Chernobyl, the word and the phrase chernobyl is because they want to conjure up an image of devastation that you really ought to be worried about right and i, I don't know if it's at the same level as chernobyl because i don't know that much about it because chernobyl is a complete fucking disaster and you cannot do anything in chernobyl still to this day i don't know what this fucking shit does I, i'm not that well versed on it so i don't know if it's the appropriate use of the word but you know it certainly is to draw attention to it. Definitely. Uh, and uh, again, if any of you folks listen out in uh, eastern Ohio or far western Pennsylvania, something going on, let us know. I'm not sure if I'm going to make a trip out there, but it's possible. I, I don't. I, I'd love to talk to people. I reached out there. A reporter was arrested, uh, you know, at a press conference by the fascist police for asking a question. I know that some. Folks are like, well, you know, state of emergency, bro. State of emergency, bro. You know, you got to understand. Like, no, listen, fuck you and the, your state of emergency. The First Amendment, uh, and his name is Evan Lambert. I reached out to the reporter. I have not heard back yet. Fingers crossed. I do I'd like to get him on the show, at least talk to him about what transpired. Why would they arrest him? And uh, uh, Mike DeSwine gets up and says, well, the charges should be dropped. Yeah, now that he's out of your face. Now that you don't have to answer questions, of course that yeah no, I I pardon you, uh, I uh, I absolve you of your sin, you know something guys, this is uh, I I hope he sues them because it's a violation of his constitution. Absolutely, a hundred percent. These of. fucking people 
think that they are above everybody else and you're not you're not you have diarrhea like everybody else you piece of fucking shit shut the fuck up and answer the goddamn question yeah arresting somebody over a question what the fuck is happening uh it's silencing the press and uh you know it's for bullshit. once we have a reporter asking some uh some tough questions and they're essentially told to get lost uh that's that's pretty much it for us this week i hate it did i miss anything with the booty judge that I, you know, is that how do you say his name booty judge that's how i said it's it. I, I think it's booty judge booty judge but i call I him booty fucking... judge We've said it so many different ways, I'm not sure how you really pronounce it anymore. Captain Fuckstick. <laughs> yeah. Go, what do you have? What I miss? Uh, not, uh, Nothing. I mean, I just think I, I shared all of the, the screen and kept it up for a while. Um, Thank you. You know, of these pictures while you were talking. And you know what? Like, that's, it's really fucking scary, dude. Like, I, I hope that the people are able to, you know make it out okay and you know they're able to get back to some sort of normalcy at some point in time and you know hopefully like this company is forced to pay and they can go and you know they can move into a house someplace else that isn't near there i mean i just i hope that they get the help that they need i agree and uh the compensation that they deserve as a result of what yes. happened yes and uh that's all i have do you have anything else before we uh, wrap up the show tonight I do not just, you know, check out the bit shoot. That's where we are. That's where we hang out. We're large and in charge and looking for chickas on there. So, you know, come come visit us and, you know, watch the show. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, please sign up for that and check out the uh, the Patreon. Uh, thanks to our patrons once again. And uh, we, we love you very much. And, of course, the regular listeners across the, the globe. Uh, very grateful. We have some listeners in India, which is pretty rad. Uh, thanks for checking in with us. And you're probably like, I have no idea what this man is talking about. <laughs> Listen, for those of you with the international audience, please check the links. Everything is there for you to catch up, verify what we're talking about. Uh, but we're grateful for all of our listeners. And of course, we're grateful for our sponsors. And of course, start with AgorasNexus.com, our friends uh, Brandon and Dag. Also, I'd like to thank Vandalay Industries. Import-export has nothing to do with the train derailment. I could tell you that. Art would never stand for this. And, of course, I'd like to thank uh, Ray Fava Fine Art and Design from the Great Lakes. Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very weird. And, of course, I Paint Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Ladies and gentlemen, Valentine's Day has come and gone. Perhaps it was a lucky night for you. For old married couples, it's just another night on the calendar. For my wife and I, it was Taco Tuesday. And I made tacos, and we all enjoyed them together. And that, for us, was a great Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly so. Uh, but if you were fortunate enough to spend it with people that you love, it's a great day. For those of you that smell terrible, and there are many of you, you are legion, for you are many. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, please consider patronizing Akron Apothecary, where Todd's Gay Soap resides. Mm -hmm. If you're single, there might be a reason apart from your real shitty personality. Maybe you have a great personality, but you smell like shit. That might be the problem. Maybe that girl or guy or whatever wants to suck that dick. But guess what? You smell terrible. There's not going to be any action with that. Save yourself the hassle. Check an Akron Apothecary and Todd's Very Gay Soap. Please, it is medicine for your body. Your skin is the largest organ that you have, okay? Please take care of yourself. Be kind to your neighbors when you're sitting on the train. Maybe you're in the Steel City. Maybe you're taking the P3 busway. 
Maybe. All the way into downtown Pittsburgh. You're going to work. You're sitting next to people. Be considerate of the people riding the bus. Maybe take the T. Be considerate of your train, your fellow train passengers. Wash with Todd's gay soap. That way you start the day out fresh, ready for some action. Jackson holds up all day long. So that way, after you've been sitting in that chair, you don't stink. So that maybe you want to get that surprise BJ after work. You don't need to shower with a fire hose because you're ready for action. Because Todd's gay soap is, I'm going to try, soap, soap for that, that ass. ass. <laughs> that's, that's as good as it gets with us. I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any other machine to, to help me out with that. We don't have the deep voice machine. Yeah, we don't have the barrier white. We machine. don't. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Appreciate you very much. Stay safe. Stay the fuck out of East Palestine for yes. a while. And um, and if you live in that area, or if you live a little bit north or south of that area, buy a bottle of water, please, and and do your best. You know to limit your exposure to that water hitting your body in, in any way, shape, or form. Get the fuck out of there if you can. Yes, please. And take care of yourselves, everybody. Thank you very much. We love you. And uh, be well. And we will see you again in short time. Yes. Have a great week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>